Glory to God. Hallelujah. So good to be back uh, with us online and all of these possibilities of being able to uh, stay uh, hooked up and connected with the Word and the Spirit, the plan of God for the church. Hallelujah. Let's bless him who's worthy. Oh, you're worthy, 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 hallelujah, precious Lord Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, hallelujah, thank you Lord, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. Hamashara Balabrabalanda. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Alamashere Bakasa Brandaya. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jamba Malmara Rakasala Brabakaltaya. Hallelujah, Mashere Menem Belediande. You are worthy, O God. Brazilian Dorolombrondo Loco Sorodo Boriende. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. God who's worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. <coughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Let's uh, open up our Bibles uh, to a prayer, first of all, that is written in Second Thessalonians. And we notice there in the fifth verse, it looks like a very short um, you know, desire, but it is a, it's a prayer. <coughs> yeah, I had some ice cream yesterday evening. You know, I've got to have some ice cream now and then, so praise God. Hallelujah. Notice it says, And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. It's a prayer, I believe, to... Uh, Accept God's goodness, God's guidance, his ability to direct us into the very love of God. That same love and patient waiting for Christ. Some versions will just say the endurance uh, of Christ. Hallelujah. 
However, we are enduring till we see the Christ, and he's coming soon, one of these days, and we should not give up. So this prayer will help us as a church and as individuals. Lord, direct our hearts, guide our hearts into that same love while we are enduring whatever is out there till we see you face to face. Hallelujah. And so you could pray this and call on the Lord concerning this, you know, constantly and so forth. Praise God. Let's hear this in Canada also. Kattanu nimma hrudayagalannu devara pritiyalliyu kristanigagi tarme inda kaadu kondiruva hageyu nadisali. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Patient waiting for Christ. It's a nice one. But then the word for it is also uh, hupomone uh, in the Greek, which means to endure through challenges and circumstances. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are all of these things that are available to us from the revelation of the word. And we begin to really see uh, what we are up against and how uh, God created us. And this is the uh, Creator's manual, I believe, and this is the way it ought to be. So as we are waiting and enduring patiently to see Him, we should not forget that we are called to walk in the love of God. Hallelujah. So sometimes we may find it hard in the midst of challenging circumstances to uh, walk in the love of God because our emotions would like to go here and there. But thank God we can. Hallelujah. This is uh, how we are designed. The, the Creator Himself, in spite of the fall, in spite of the failure of mankind, He has given us a born-again spirit that has His own life, His own nature. Hallelujah. The very same love. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Ghost, given unto us. Praise God. And so we can continue in that direction, even though uh, we are enduring all kinds of things. Praise God. So we have to begin to look on the inside rather than the outside. Praise God. There's a familiar verse in the book of Acts that helps us to um, see more clearly um, some of the reasons that uh, people rebel and fight about because of race and uh, family and all of that. But this kind of puts it all in perspective. Praise God. This is a very, very important scripture. Acts 17 says there, um, He gives to life and bread to all things. Verse 25, Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. This God is the creator of, And uh, he really doesn't need anything. And we did not even know where we came from or who we were until he decided to get us involved in it and unveil himself to us and uh, even unveil ourselves to ourselves, you know, open up our eyes to see what uh, everything was about. He really doesn't need anything. Notice that. He is the source, sustainer, the life himself, the creator God. He gives life. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. And breath and all things. That about covers it, right? Life and breath. Once the breath is switched off, that's it. 
It's ambulance time and all of that. <laughs> and all things. Hallelujah. So this is the one we are talking about. And has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. So don't be perturbed that you know there are houses everywhere and people are living everywhere and there's so many people and you know people want to control the population. Well, that's going against the will of God. He wants the whole face of the earth to be dwelt upon. Hallelujah. Just full of people. Praise God. That's, that's how he is. Amen. So don't be too bothered about all of this population control mode and all of that. You can see this is the God who created it all and this is how he thinks. So rather than being bothered about so many other things, he says, be bothered that we are made of one blood. Hallelujah. On all the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. So we did not have any choice in which family we were born into, what color our skin was, nothing. We could not choose any of those factors. Praise God. God predetermined that, and so we just have to accept it. That is the fact of the matter. Hallelujah. And so uh, no need to struggle about it and try to change, uh, you know, so many things. <laughs> and fight about so many things and be sad about so many things. But just notice that God has given you uh, that frame, that body. And uh, even though Satan has tried to mar the creation, still we should keep these things in the bottom of our thinking all the time. That uh, we were chosen before to be from a certain village, from a certain family, from a certain uh, bloodline, etc., and uh, God knew all of that. He's not surprised. And so let's be reconciled to that. Praise God. And then the purpose is there in verse 27, that they should seek the Lord. So, uh, you know, there are so many things that people are seeking after, and uh, we are trained uh, to seek after this and that, you know. Uh, food, clothing, shelter, etc., the usual stuff. Uh, they teach you that in school from very uh, small forms. They're telling you that these are the necessities of human life, food, clothing, shelter, and so on. But here we are being told plainly that we are here to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. So it's not like he's far away and we have to go seeking for him. Interesting. But that, you know, he's right there. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your poets have said, we are also his offspring. So here's someone that we are not actually called to go, uh, you know, in quote, distances and climbing mountains and all of that and fording rivers and stuff like that, but rather someone that is already in the spirit realm where you live. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, as a believer, your main call is to be connected in the spirit. Hallelujah. So he is in the spirit and you seek him in the spirit and it is in him we live and move and have our being. 
In other words, at various locations in your lifetime, various addresses and various places that you are appointed to, which we need to find out, which we need to trust God for, that he has appointed a certain place for a certain period and a certain time, and that we should accept that and uh, trust God to be led there. But at the same time, we are uh, reaching for him, seeking for him. Hallelujah. Praise God that we should feel after him, though he's not far away from us, that we should continue to go and make contact on a daily basis with him, even though we are right in him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? So it's definitely looking inside. That's what he's talking about. Let's hear um, Acts 17, 26 also to 28 in Canada. Atanu onde rakta dinda ella janangagada manushiranu bhoomukada melella vasisuvadakkagi untu maadidanu. Atanu nammalli obbanigu dura vadavanalladiddaru avaru kartanannu tadavadi kandukondareno endu modale nemaka vada kalagalannu avara nivasada meregalannu nischayisidanu. Atanalliye naavu jeevisutteve chalisutteve irutteve nimma swanta kavigalalliyu kelavaru naavu atana santanadavare embadagi helidare. Praise the Lord. So uh, he's talking to people who did not really know much about this and they were thinking that God was some material. But here we realize that he is a spirit being and God is spirit and they that seek him and worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Oh, we may want some tangible evidences. Our senses may call for it. But um, we should always know that we can contact and we're supposed to feel him in the spirit realm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's hear Jeremiah 36 also. Um, older scripture that we have looked at sometime. And here it talks about how they... They were not happy with what was written in the scroll. It did not agree with their thinking, so they are uh, cutting out pieces of it and throwing in the fire. This particular king, <laughs> amen. And it came to pass, Jeremiah 36 and verse 23, that when Yehudi had read three or four leaves, he cut it with the pen knife, praise God, and cast it into the fire that was on the hearth until all the roll was consumed in the fire that was on the hearth. Praise God. Yet they were not afraid nor rent their garments, neither the king nor any of his servants that heard all these words. Instead of reverencing the words, they decided to cut the words out and burn it up. Hallelujah. So you can see that uh, that's definitely not the prescribed prescribed way to deal with it, you know. Well, you don't like what the Word's saying, <clears throat> you don't like what you're hearing, well, praise God, you cannot cut it off and throw it away. You have to deal with it and reverence the Word. Hallelujah. Lift up the Word in our lives. Amen. Why did you make me like this? Why am I from India? Or why am I from this country? Why, why is my stature like this? And why is it that I'm from this family? Well, praise God, deal with it. Hallelujah. You're a spirit being 
and you're called to connect with God from the Spirit and then be His witness and His glorious tabernacle while in this mortal flesh. Hallelujah. So we have to reverence and uh, trust God rather than cutting off what we don't like. Praise God. Let's hear this also in Jeremiah 36.23 Praise the Lord. So you have this kind of admonition coming to us uh, like a blast from the past uh, in the book of Timothy also. He says in the fourth chapter of Second Timothy, verse 2, notice, Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Praise God. So, yeah, at this particular time, they may not be so bold as to cut off the you know, pieces of scripture they don't like, but rather they will just close their ears to it and choose some other teaching and some other teacher. He says in verse 4, They shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, Endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Paul is talking to someone that was dear to him, uh, encouraging him as he was approaching his own departure. So we are living in the times that people are not going to be willing to uh, yield to the truth um, so far away from the book of Jeremiah uh, you know, so many thousands of years later, they're going to say that this word has no bearing, no relevance to our lives today, and they're going to choose uh, their own options, and they may not endure, notice that, sound doctrine. Praise God. But you and I have to uh, not be moved by that climate, by the conditions out there, but endure, no matter what it is, and keep our hearts in the direction of the love of God. Hallelujah. And the love of the truth. And whether uh, anybody likes it or not, we just choose to listen and hearken. Amen. Let's hear this also. Second Timothy 4 verse 2 all the way down to 5 in Kannada. Praise Praise God. So we have all of these things pretty uh, clearly written out for us. And uh, I remember the days when I was 
unsaved and my mother had a, a tough time with me. I was particularly quite uh, rebellious and I thought I was right and I didn't believe in God or anything like that and uh, you know it was just a matter of human uh, animal life and she used to underline Bible scriptures in my Bible old school Bible and leave it open on my table and leave some magazine there and you know just some little breadcrumbs to lead me eventually to God hallelujah so but um, I would just look at it close the book and laugh and say you think anybody can follow that that's that's not possible and you know that that was my response but uh, you get born again when you meet the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, you literally are a new creature. Haha. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a desire that comes from within to know him. Hallelujah. You find his way, his yoke. You find his rest. And um, everything is now about his word and who he is. Amen. And so today we, we don't want to depart from the word, but we want to embrace it even more. Hallelujah. Because we know where we're coming from, uh, the extremities of just animal living, and then God kind of life. Hallelujah. We have a good example in Solomon, who was the son of David. David was a man that was certified of God even though he was not perfect, but his inner desire was always for God. And uh, eventually, of course, Jesus came from his family tree, uh, and including Solomon, you know. And one night after he had offered so many sacrifices and offerings to the Lord, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream in Second Chronicles chapter 1. And... Uh, he enjoyed a free check, a blank check. The Lord said, ask whatever you want. <laughs> and uh, that sounds like the genie came out of the bottle and gave you the wishes, you know. And uh, <laughs> praise God, the Bible declares in verse 7 of Second Chronicles chapter 1, In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Just ask whatever you want. Praise God. And, uh, you know, there you go. And so your real desires will come out. Your actual uh, deep-set desires will begin to come out. Especially if it's in a dream and, uh, you know, you're asleep. I guess it's a pretty good place to see, uh, you know, how things are. Verse 8 said, And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. You know, now he's taking over from that great man. And he said it was the mercy of God. And verse 9, Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. So they had come out of Egypt and uh, multiplied and increased according to the blessing of the Lord. And now this young man was going to have to rule over them. And so in verse 10 he says, Give me now wisdom 
and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people that is so great? Hallelujah. So here from deep within him, his real thought, his real desire comes out. He said, I want wisdom to judge. And he said, thy people. Verse 11, and God said to Solomon, this was in thine heart. Because this was in thine heart. And thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has asked long life, but has asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. I notice here the emphasis on his people. That's what it's all about, I guess. If you can look in, you notice that they're his people, called by his name. They're his sheep. They're his flock. He purchased them. The earth is his, the fullness thereof. He's the owner of you know, every person, and particularly he has a special ownership of his own people. And therefore, it's all about the fact that they are his people. And uh, when Solomon was able to think like that and desire like that, it pleased God and said, because you want wisdom more than anything else to be able to judge my people, praise God, that makes it quite different. Verse 12, he said, wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had, uh, have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Praise God. And, you know, everything else was added unto him, and he became the richest man that lived. If you read uh, other scriptures about Solomon, nobody before or after was as rich as him. And his fame was all across the earth that even Sheba, the queen of Sheba, came there and uh, fainted and was amazed that uh, she observed everything, she noticed everything, and she asked him hard questions and he answered everything. And she said that there's more than half of what she heard, much more than that. Hallelujah. She heard only half of, of the things. And she was so amazed, she fainted, you know, uh, at all of this. So this is the God that we are dealing with who has now become our father. And we need to see some things that he's actually concerned about his people. They are his people, called by his name, purchased by his lifeblood. And what is important is wisdom in being able to handle his people, dealing with his people. And may he grant us that wisdom also in Jesus' name, particularly in these last days, as we have to endure so many challenges that we may handle the people of God and people in general with wisdom because they are His. We came here not knowing how we came. We had no idea. We were born in some family. And the rest is just whatever uh, knowledge or perception we gain from the world system. But here we have God plainly saying 
that this is his plan, these are his people, and we're given a time and a season and a boundary to know him and to handle his people properly. So we pray that he will um, direct our hearts into the love of God and to the patient endurance uh, through circumstances till we see Jesus face to face. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. Praise God. Let's hear um, Second Chronicles chapter 1 and verse 7 on to um, verse 11, I guess. Ade Ratriali Devaru Solomona Nige Karnisikundu, Nanu Ninage Kodabeka Dadanu Kediko and the No. Aga Solomona Nu Deva Rige, Ninu Nana Tandeada Davi the Nige Bahukrupe and Nutorisi Avanige Badalagi Nano Aduante Madidi. Ega Kartanada Devare, Nana Tandeada Davi the Nige Ninu Madida Vagdana Ustapita Vagali, Lekadali Guria Hage Hechagiruva Genera Mele Nanano Arasanaga Madidi. Nanu e genera munde horadua hageu barua hageu nanage nanavanu tiruvarike and no kudu, e nina mahajanake nyaya tirisata kavanu yaru and no. Aga devaru solomon and ige, idu nina rudaya dali, dadarindalu, aishwarevanu, stiti and no ganavanu, nina shatrugada pranavanu, hechada divasagadanu, ninu keda de nanu yara male nina no arasanagi, madi de no anana generige, nyaya tirisuva hage, nanavanu, tiruvarike, and no ninu kedidarinda, uninage koda alpatavu. Praise God. So you can tell that this is the most important thing to God. He said, get wisdom. Get understanding. It's also known as the fear of the Lord. Reverence for God. Trembling at His word. How you deal with His people. That's what it's all about. How do you deal with people in general? And how do you deal with His people particularly? And God sees that as prime and the most important thing. Hallelujah. He already knows us who are saved. He knew us before time began. And he knows whatever we will do. And we need to do things now because others are watching us. People are being affected. Lives are being affected. Whether they are saved or unsaved. So that is where the wisdom is required to be able to handle all of that. May God grant us this wisdom and reverence. Hallelujah. Verse 12 continues that wisdom and knowledge is granted unto you, unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Praise God. So you can see that this is such a priority that every other thing can be added onto it if we have that central focus and thought pattern. If that is our target, if that is our desire, and we maintain that desire, everything else can safely be added to us. God can trust us with everything else. And so keep that as a core thought, that we need to get a hold of this and trust God for that uh, counsel, that wisdom, that unction, that understanding to handle people in general and handle his own purchased possession, the church and the flock of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear that last verse also in Canada if we can. 
ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ನಿನಗಿಂತ ಮುಂಚೆ ಇದ್ದ ಅರಸುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಯಾರಿಗೂ ಇಲ್ಲದಂತ ನಿನ್ನ ತರುವಾಯ ಯಾರಿಗೂ ಇರದಂತ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯವನ್ನು ಸ್ಥಿತಿಯನ್ನು ಘನವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುವೆನು ಅಂದನು Notice in Acts chapter 20 and verse 28 he says take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the holy ghost has made you overseers uh, to feed the church of god which he has purchased with his own blood so there is this uh, blood guilt blood worth blood uh, value that we may have to factor in this the blood of jesus the blood of god himself which he purchased with his own blood and that is the power of the whole thing and so it this is worth god himself you put them in a balance on scales the church and god they weigh the same isn't that interesting they are his people it's very personal for god this is very important we have to understand that hallelujah we're not animals and we deserve to be treated the way god wants us to be treated even though you know people may like to cut out his word and uh, turn their ears away and not endure especially in the circumstances of the last days we must with long suffering and doctrine continue to teach and preach and help people to not be trapped by themselves self opposition and eventually the enemy's trapping game hallelujah we must be able to continue god give us wisdom and keep us in the love of god direct our hearts into the patient waiting and enduring for christ praise god the 29th verse continues for i know this that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you not sparing the flock so there is a, a safety that was going to be removed after paul had left certain safety valves were going to be removed certain safety nets were going to be re- removed and grievous wolves were going to come in and attack the flock also of your own selves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them hallelujah so here we have a, a possibility also of among the flock of god people rising up to speak twisted things you know they they could take a word and just twist it out of context out of meaning and then it will lead uh, people after them not the lord Amen. So if you lead people after the things of the word actually they must follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you begin to twist and maneuver and manipulate the word of God, guess what? The attention comes to you. Hallelujah. So it this is the old way. Hallelujah. This is the old way of thinking that you don't get the attention Hallelujah but that Jesus gets the attention. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, in striving to not be uh, the center of attention sometimes we may look drab and we may not be exciting and we may be lackluster we may be kind of uh, strange but this is the old way. 
Hallelujah. We don't want to make it about a person. We want to make it about Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse uh, 29 and 30 also in Kannada. Glory to God. So there is a lot of that involved. A lot of stuff there. We need wisdom to do these things properly. We need reverence of God and His Word and His, Himself, His Spirit. To flow in these things. Praise God. And particularly nowadays when we are finding ourselves in the very last of the last days. This is a very challenging time. It has peculiar atmosphere, peculiar challenges which are connected to deep rebellion. Deep-seated rebellious attitudes. Hallelujah. Notice in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, there are things written there. As an example, uh, quoting things from the past, how Israel went through out of Egypt, through the wilderness and into the place of the land, and how people did not make it, how, you know, there were so many challenges on the way, but God was patiently enduring with them. Verse 5 says, but with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. So we can see that it's about pleasing Him and uh, our desires aligning with His desires. And we praying certain prayers so that our desires, our deep thoughts, our targets will be in line with His targets and His thoughts. Amen. So may the Lord um, guide us, direct our hearts into the love of God and the patient endurance as we wait for Jesus. Hallelujah. It continues. Now, verse 6. Now these things were our examples. Notice. We are not going to actually focus on man. Amen. And draw people after men. But, however, we can look at men as examples. Praise God. Positively or negatively. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. So we can see the negative side there by following certain people. The only perfect one is Jesus, God, hallelujah. And uh, others have a dealing of desires, lusts, which have to be controlled. When it is uncontrolled, it becomes negative. Desire becomes negative. We should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be idolaters. You mean in the new covenant we can be idolaters? Yeah, something else can replace God in our lives. Neither ye be or be idolaters as men, or rather as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink. Nothing wrong with eating and drinking and rose up to play. Nothing wrong with playing. You know that. But that should not be the whole target of life, just to eat and drink and play. Hallelujah. Amen. That's not what we are here for. That's not our whole target. Some people, that's, you know, the target. Just eat, drink, and play. Hallelujah. So everything is for that result. 
Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day 23,000. So this same God is giving us the way he thinks and therefore you could say it's the same old paths, the same old ways. Hallelujah. And we can also make these same mistakes because we still have flesh as they had flesh. And uh, we have to deal with these kind of thoughts. And so we are not going to put any trust on our flesh. And it's deadly. It's deadly. Eventually the price will be paid. Hallelujah. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Major. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. So we were saying on Sunday, you don't have to commit suicide. Just get into the murmur game and you will be destroyed. Self-destruction. So we are going to have to deal with people that are planning to oppose themselves. Not knowing that what they are doing is actually destroying themselves. It feels good to murmur. You know, but you don't know that you're actually, actually digging your grave with your mouth. Hallelujah. Now all these things, verse 11 is our reference now. Now all these things happen unto them for examples or examples. So here we have, even though Jesus is our target and we're following Jesus, men are also involved as examples, positively and negatively. These things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition. These old things, where people say, ah, that has nothing to do with us. Just tear out the Old Testament, blah, blah, blah. We don't need that. We are so grown up and all that. No, they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. So you can see we cannot just cut off this and cut off that. No, we are supposed to read, study, and get some warnings out of these things. Verse 12, Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Be careful. Constantly, when you think you're so great, just be careful. Hallelujah. So there is a humility, there is a fear of the Lord, there is a reverence that we need to maintain constantly and not fly off the handle and get into trouble. Amen. All these things are written to us. Praise God. And God will make a way for us to escape. Verse 13 continues. There hath no temptation taken you. But such as is common to man. That same uh, realm of temptation. Is the same that we have to deal with. That's why this, this book is relevant. Hallelujah. So don't think that you are the only one going through this thing. It's common to man. Hallelujah. Don't think, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm the only one. And all that. No, no, no. This is, uh, you know, common to man. But God is faithful. Hallelujah. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. There is this uh, clarity there that we should be able to not be uh, separated by the enemy 
as a straggler at the back of the crowd there, just all alone, pity party, murmuring to ourselves. Don't get separated from the flock like that because you are prime target. You can escape. God has made a way, and the way is Jesus, the Word. Hallelujah. And you can escape. He has made the way. Praise God. No matter what it looks like, there is a way out. Hallelujah. And that is what we must embrace. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So these are thoughts that we need to uh, go over every now and then and uh, read. And you are never actually, in quote, free from any of the scriptures that are written. Every word is inspired. Every word is given by God for our profit, for our furnishing unto good works. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so... Since we are intimately connected with Him and with His people, these things should be very dear to us. Amen. Let's hear 1 Corinthians 10, verse 5 and 6 also in Kannada. You can see here that everything is given to us. You can eat and drink and rise up and play. But then, you know, this is not what you are living for. It's not, this is what I live for. No, we live to seek Him. This is, this is just the extras that are added on to. If we can conduct ourselves in the mercy and reverence and fear of the Lord, which is known as wisdom. Oh, He can safely allow us to enjoy everything, even beyond what others have seen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, the key here is to just maintain that walk, that our hearts are directed constantly into the love of God. Praise God. Into that patient endurance and waiting for the Lord. Hallelujah. Through it all that we are not sidetracked this way or that way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 7, I guess, and uh, maybe up to 9 can go also in Canada for now. Glory to God. So, you know, there will be people who are saying, come on, you're getting too extreme. You know, we have to check all of this to be sure about all this. My brother, it's the word of God. This is the way God thinks. It's nothing extreme. It's just God is extremely concerned about us and extremely interested in our welfare and uh, giving us the awards. He could do it all by himself. You know, he could snap his finger and everybody would be saved. Just like that. But he's not done it. Even when he was walking on the earth, he wanted people to choose, to make a choice, and that is wisdom. To look at things and consider things and see the benefit of it in light of God's heart and choose. And he's pleased with that. And he 
loves to just surround people with benefits based on that. Everything else is added to that. Hallelujah. And so we must keep ourselves on that path. And verse 10 continues, Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Hallelujah. Let's hear that also in Kannada. So once the song comes out of your mouth and it sounds like you're whining and complaining, it's time to change the uh, vinyl or the record. Just throw it out. It's time to switch the plate and put another, put another uh, CD in there. Hallelujah. Put another tune. Change your tune. Praise God. Let praise and thanks come out of you instead of all of that murmuring and complaining. Hallelujah. He says in verse 11, all these things happened unto them for example. They are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Isn't that interesting? That we are the ones that are here today. That Paul is gone, Moses is gone, Abraham is gone, Billy Graham is gone. You know, all of these wonderful people have gone. Paul Yongicho is gone. Hallelujah. He had uh, at least 800,000 people in his church. It was known as, I believe it still is, the largest church in the world. Hallelujah. And all of these things have happened. And here we are, you and I. Isn't that interesting? Just just us today. Hallelujah. And the ends of the world have come upon us. And so we need to refer to these words and consider them again. Ponder and pray with certain desires and follow him. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 11 also in Kannada. Amen. And so this temptation to think that we are so great and it will never happen to me, all of that has to be struck out. As long as you are in this flesh, anything can happen. And we need to be careful about that. Verse 12, Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. So here we have this constant checking going on. See, sometimes it may sound weird. What is this always self-checking? Always uh, wondering if everything is okay? Yeah, you have to be careful. You have to take stock of things. Take heed so that you do not fall. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be careful. It's all important. Praise God that you are maintaining that walk. You used to walk like that. Solomon walked in a certain way for a couple of years and then the Bible says he started behaving like a fool. So this is a possibility. With everything, you got it all. God gave you everything. You saw him in a dream and it actually happened. And all those things happened and you decided to go away and do whatever you want. We must be careful. We must take heed, those of us who think we stand, lest we fall. Amen. This is written for our admonition, for our own warning that are here on, on the very last of the last day uh, schedule or timetable. We are the ones that were appointed for this time, for this season. Praise God. Very interesting. 
So we can hear 12 and then 13 also in Kannada. culture by the time in which we live so called is not the right fashion to think like that there's a new fashion of thinking there's a new way of thinking and this is the age and all of that so we have to resist all that and not listen to <laughs> these kind of things amen and keep our mind in the old ways of thinking so called old ways which god called the old ways hallelujah people may say ah that's all old stuff we are the new generation we are the z generation we are etc etc well you could maybe wear something that's a bit z but the original is still omega hallelujah alpha hallelujah praise god amen but this is the point hey 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 notice revelation 3 verse 13 thinking about how he thinks he that has an ear let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches these are his people these are his people he said listen you are my people i want you to hear the way i think amen you know we have this rare blessing to be able to have the thoughts of god the way he thinks It, this is the wisdom of god this is how god operates hallelujah and and he's talking to the church He said to the Laodiceans, write these things. I know thy works, verse 15, about how they were not uh, on fire for him. You know, he wants them on fire. He wants the church hot, on fire for God. Hallelujah. Verse 17, notice this little uh, eye opener. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods. and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked so there is this thing that we could say i don't have any need i have more than enough i'm i'm blessed praise god it's true that's all fine but you need to know where you really are you need to be able to check yourself and see Uh, where does it really count does my heart actually follow god am i actually living for god or am i living for other reasons i was created for him i was created to seek him hallelujah is that what i'm doing or am i seeking other things have other things quietly become my idol and he said they don't know that they were wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked they had everything they had wealth and riches and everything else and they literally had no need of anything but they did not know that in god's way of seeing it they were poor they were blind they were miserable amen see you could have everything but god sees the heart 
God sees the heart. And so he's not against having this and that and the other, but he's against, do those things have you? Hallelujah. Have those things got you in a place where you cannot perceive anymore that you actually off target and you've drifted away and you've missed the old paths and you're walking in some other new way which may be totally against his way. So, he says in verse 18, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with salve that thou mayest see. Hallelujah. God's word is compared to gold that has been tried in the fire. Found to be pure even though it was tried seven times. Hallelujah. So there is a counsel from heaven to trade everything else for this gold. Hallelujah. To give everything over so that you can receive this tried gold. This enduring riches. Hallelujah. That you may be rich. And it will affect your external uh, life. Clothed in white raiment. That's your walk, your general life. He's not saying that you should wear white. But it's going to affect the way you live. The way you conduct yourself. That you may be clothed, not naked. You know, clothed and in his right mind. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. You know, the madman of Gadara was finally sane, was sitting clothed and in his right mind at the feet of Jesus. That is the way it ought to be. The other side is demons are driving you to the graves and you're eating, you know, dead stuff. Hallelujah. And you have become fierce like the, you know, end times ferociousness has taken over your life. And you're literally mad. You've gone off course and you are sitting among the dead. In dead things. Shameful things. That the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Hallelujah. God doesn't want us to be put to shame. God wants us to be honored. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. He doesn't want us to be exposed in front of everybody as wretched, poor, miserable, naked people. But he says, do this. Exchange it for God's word. Give time. Give your life for the word. Anoint your eyes with salve that thou mayest see. You can see now differently. As many as I love, I rebuke. Notice this verses coming from Old Testament, New Testament, into the Revelation uh, book to the church and to us today. That if God is fond of you, the word there that he uses is not agape, it's actually phileo, which means fond of, like a friend. He says, because you are my friend, I rebuke and chasten. You're my friend. Hallelujah. Because you're my friend, I'm telling you these things. You cannot say you're my friend and not tell them the truth. Amen. Because you're my friend, I'm rebuking you, chastening you. Therefore, the response should be, be zealous, therefore, and repent. Amen. Be on fire and adjust. Make some uh, adjustment. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, he's there calling for fellowship, wanting to enjoy us. If any man hear my voice in the midst of all those voices and open the door, I will come into him, will sup with him and he with me. What a privilege. Amen. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's hear some of this in Canada. I don't know if we've done verse 17, have we? No. Okay, let's do um, 17 and then all the way to um, 19 in Canada. Nino, Nano Aishwarya Vantanu, Danavruddi Ullavanu, Yavadaralliu Korate Illadavanu Yendu Hedikurlutti, Adare Nino Kevala Nirgatikanu, Daridranu, Badavanu, Kurudanu, Bettaleyadavanu Agiruva Dannu Tiriyade Iddi. Nino Aishwarya Vantan Aguva Hage Benkeli Shodhisida Chinnavanu Lajjaspadavada Nina Bettaletana Karnisadante Hudu Kulluva the Kagi Bidi Vastravanu Kanu Kanuvante Nina Kanu Vedige Hachuva the Kagi Anjanavanu Naninda Kundukulla Bekendu Ninage Buddhi Hirute Nanu Yararanu Preeti Suttene Avaranu Gadari Suttene Matu Shikshi Suttene Adadarinda Nino Asatanagiru Manasantara Padu Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he's not against, you know, us receiving things or, in quote, benefits. But he's, he's involved in corrections in the heart. The real motives, the real thoughts, the real target. What is our real aim? Has it shifted? Are we still in the love of God? Are we directed and guided into enduring especially dealing with people, dealing with his beloved at this time, in these last days, or have we gotten tired of it all and just quit? Hallelujah. So these things are given to us to strengthen us, encourage us to go down the path. Hallelujah. To continue. Amen. And so I believe that one day of thinking like this is enough. The next day, continue. Amen. Another day starts. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sometimes we would not like to hear these things. And he knows that. And so he says people will turn their ears away. And they will go to listen to things that they want to hear. But uh, praise God that we have a good shepherd. The great shepherd. And he chose us for this day. For this hour. And I believe it's because he knows that we will access his thinking. We will listen to his mind on the matter. Because it matters. Hallelujah. Notice verse 20 also in Kannada. Ego, Nanu Bagila Badiali Nintukundu Tatuta Idene, Yavanadaru Nana Swaravan Nukedi Bagila Nuteredare Nanu Vulage Bandu Avana Sangada Uta Maduvenu, Avanu Nana Sangada Uta Maduvenu. Praise God. He's not against uh, enjoying us, we enjoying him, or we enjoying life. But life without him is miserable, is what he's saying. Life without the word and his direction is naked, empty, vain, futile, waste. Hallelujah. And he doesn't want us to go down that path. In 21 he says, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Praise God. That's a nice place to sit. You know, in the spirit, we are already seated there. But this is 
a physical place that he's talking about where we will actually be in that honor of his own throne based on our outward actions before men. Hallelujah. In front of the world, in front of the church, even as I also overcame and I'm set down with my father in his throne. Notice that Jesus never tells us to do something that he has not already done and given an example. He's the one that we are following. He hearkened to the word. He would wake up early and pray. He would sometimes, out of discipline, have to send the whole crowd away. Okay, guys, sorry, you have to go now. Go, 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 everybody leave. Amen. There was a discipline to it. How can I send them away? No, please, it's time to go. Go, 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 go. He'd send them all away and just go away to pray. He knew that he was depending on these truths. Hearing heaven, hearing his father, getting that ear always open to be able to hear. Amen. And in the midst of the distractions and everything that's out there, he was tempted the same way. Hallelujah. We can also say, Lord, help me. I need to spend time. I need to hear. I need to pray. I need to be able to seek your face. This is why I was created. Help me, Lord. Direct my heart into the love of God. To the endurance and waiting for you. Oh, Holy One. And so these prayers will rise up within us. Amen. Hallelujah. 22, he emphasizes, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. So these are very specific things for his people, the church. And so when the church cannot understand that this is for their benefit, something's wrong. And it's not with the word. It's with the hearing. It's with the seeing. People are not seeing it. People are not hearing from the Spirit. They are hearing other things. And in the last days, there will be lots and lots and lots of such hindrances and distractions and attitudes and rebellion that they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure clear thinking that comes from God. And so we must not lose heart and faint, but we should, with long-suffering, continue. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like. Sometimes, you know, you know this is good for them, but you cannot give it to them. It's like, it'll cause pain. It'll do this. It'll do that. But we have to just continue in the old path, in the old way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go to the verse that we've been talking so much about. Jeremiah 6 and 16. He says, Thus said the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Praise God. The rebellion was there at that time. They said, no, we will not walk in it. He says, you need rest for your soul. You need to be able to get to that place where you are enjoying rest. Do you know faith is always about rest? Or flopping around and worried and anxious and trying all kinds of stunts. But it's about rest. 
is always like that. God is a God of rest. Not anxiety, frustration, fear, confusion, but rest. Peace. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 6.16. Let's hear that in Canada also. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Amen. God is a good God. I, I like the way he thinks, the way he th- his, his thoughts are. Is uh, you know is different, and we need to be able to appreciate that. The more we see that that is important, the more we can hear, the more clear things become. And so, uh, don't be discouraged by these kind of messages, but be encouraged, be strengthened to pray, uh, be encouraged to desire these kind of things. Amen. It's not for any other reason. It's because this is God's way. Hallelujah. And uh, I'm expecting that God will contact you, contact me with his way of thinking. Hallelujah. Matthew 11:28, a scripture that ministered to me so much and I believe will help you also. Come to me, all of you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. It's still the same old way. It's Him. You come to Him and you get rest. Take my yoke upon you, verse 29 says, learn of me. So we are connected to a yoke of learning. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your souls. So this is the tried way and they said, you know, in that same Jeremiah 6 and 16, they said, we will not. So the choice is there. He doesn't force anybody, but he says, come. It's an open invitation. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Come and learn, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Notice the absence of pride there. It's a very humble yoke. You learn by humility. Hallelujah. Uh, God favors humility. God favors People who humble themselves, he exalts them. Amen. His thinking is like that. You shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Amen. The right spirit of bearing it is without fighting against it. Without complaining against it. Without murmuring against it. But saying, I want your yoke. I humble myself. It doesn't matter. You know, he chose a donkey, and then he gave that donkey every kind of treatment. They were putting clothes, putting garments on the ground, you know, and he was carrying the king of kings, just some ordinary donkey. But he was a donkey that was tied there waiting for his day, already used to his neck being committed. His neck was already given. He was not some donkey just roaming here and there, eating whatever it wanted. He was connected to the master. And through that connection, he now became the master's own, a special master, the creator's own donkey. 
And that is a special donkey. I don't care what you say. That's a very special donkey. Hallelujah. Amen. I think there's even a cartoon made out of, out of that thought. Praise God. But it is easy. It is the way it's supposed to be. So if it is not this kind of thinking, you should identify it as hard. See, not the opposite. Sometimes you think that's hard. No, this is easy thinking. This is not hard. Stuff out there is hard. Jesus is easy. (laughs) The word is easy. Don't struggle with the word. The stuff out there, that's hard. That kind of thinking is hard thinking. This is easy, restful thinking. Hallelujah. Get it right. The private to his thinking. This is the right way to think. So this is how you can measure. Does it agree with the learning yoke, with the humility yoke, or is it against it? Then that's hard. I don't want the hard way. I want the easy way. I want the tried way. I want the tested way. I want the Jesus way. Hallelujah. This becomes our prayer. God, direct our hearts into the love of God. Amen. To the love of God. And the patient endurance as we wait for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 also in Canada. Kashtapaduvare matu varahottavare, nivellaru nanna badige banniri, nanu nimage vishranti and nukoduvino. Nanna nogavanu nimma mele tegedukundu naninda kalitukuliri, yakandare nanu satvikanu dina manasulavanu agiruvadarinda nivu nimma atma gadige vishranti and nukandukuluviri. Yakandare nanna nogavu duduvadadu nanna horeu haguravadadu agide endu heridano. Praise the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful. These things are tried, they are true. He's drawing us to himself all the time. Amen. Come to me. Take the yoke upon you. There's still choice. You can decide. You can decide. Hallelujah. It's very interesting how these things work. That the choice is what we're talking about. Choice is everything. That's wisdom. So we need to be able to choose. Lord, help me to choose properly. Help me to make the right choice here. Amen. Hallelujah. John 15 and verse 15 says, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father have made known unto you. Very interesting scripture. He's making a call to everybody to learn from him so that he can make known to everyone the things that he has heard from his father. Come, let me show you what I have from my father. Amen. He's saying, I don't want you to just be a servant. I want you to be a friend. Notice that he's the one who calls the person a friend. Not the person calling him a friend. (laughs) Jesus rates that. And he says, because you're my friends, that's why I'm correcting you. So those who do not receive the correction, you know, they are not really accepting that kind of friendship. I don't want that friendship with you. That closeness is not required. Amen? Look at verse 14, just preceding. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. 
You know, people would like to just jump on 15, but the triad way is it's connected to 14. Let's not spanner it out and beat it out of context. Hallelujah. Don't be a spoiler now, Pastor Michael. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil anything. I want it in the right way. I want it God's way. You are my friends. Notice that. Phileo, phylos and all. If you do whatsoever, I command you. Because you're my friend, I'm correcting you, he said. You don't want that kind of friendship? Okay, fine, no problem. Then you can be a servant. Amen. Every believer, once you're born again, I think you're a servant. But to become a friend means you mature. Then he calls you friend. He says, I know this guy. I've tried to talk to him. He doesn't listen. He's not that close to me. He's saved. He's on his way to heaven. But he's not so close to me. We are not on that level that I can just tell him all kinds of things. He, he won't even bother. Are you out there today? He wants us to be friends. He wants us to grow up so that he can talk to us, sup with us, fellowship with us, manifest his life to us, show us himself. Amen. He wants friends. But they must come on his terms. Hallelujah. You know, somebody could just drop your name. I know so and so. But you know whether they are really that close to you. <laughs> they may mention a name. They may say this and that. But you know whether they are really close to you or not, right? I'm, I'm blessed to have people that are close to me. They know, you know, a couple of things about me to some level. They know me pretty well over 20 years, you know. And I'm glad. Hallelujah. His brother Anu, brother Joji, of course my dear wife who knows me better now than she knew me before. But it took a time, a process, isn't it? Hallelujah. She's like, okay. In the beginning when she would hear the way I was, she would think, oof, is this man angry with me? And, uh, you know, I would have to take time to explain to her that I'm not angry but it's just the way I talk and that's the way I come across. Hallelujah. And as the years have passed, you know, we've not had those kind of occasions really where she's like, oh, what's going on? Once in a while, of course, you'd be wondering which frequency is he on right now? That happens. Amen. And uh, that's all in the whole game of friendship. Say amen, you know. And so we are desiring to be called his friends. Amen. And for confession's sake, you can sing, I am a friend of God. And that's a good confession. <laughs> I thank God for that. I'm a friend of God. He's pleased with me, etc. It's a good confession. I'm a God pleaser. I'm a God lover. I'm a lover of God, etc. All that is good. But he sees actually what's going on. And we want to be as close to the reality as possible. We don't want to be self-deluded, self-deceived, thinking that we are so great. And, and in his eyes, we're like, actually, he's a pitiable guy, pitiable, miserable. He's even naked. That's not cool. Hallelujah. So he said, I counsel you, buy gold, real gold. Exchange things for it. 
Give everything for it. Spend time with it. Give your life to it. And then you can enjoy my throne. Ha ha ha. You can enjoy dominion with me. You can enjoy fellowship with me that you have never enjoyed before. Isn't that wonderful? So tempting. So real. And we need to keep it that way. Jesus is not lying about it. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can get it here. John 15, 15 also in Canada. And then verse 14. It's good to see 15, get excited about it, and then see 14 with a small gearbox adjustment and chain in the, you know, transmission and communication deep inside the engine that's verse 14 praise god nanu nimage aajnapisiruvavugalannu maadidare neevu nanna snehitaragiruviri hallelujah so praise the lord you know i'm excited about my friends they are close to me and there was this time brother joji was saying he was walking he he had just dumped his car you know it was like him enough headache and and he was as he was walking away he said, voices came to him, ha, 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 now you have nothing, you'll never have anything, hang, 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 and the voices were going on, and he replied to those voices, I have what I'm desiring, and he challenged those lying voices, and that same day he got another car, Woo! glory to God, that's so exciting, amen, that's just brilliant, hallelujah, it's good to hear these things, amen, we are excited about these things, praise God. That you can talk back to these voices. To these lying voices that are standing against God's best. Hallelujah. And receive it. Amen. Another time by chance he conked some bird uh, in the family house somewhere. And the thing was dead. And, and he just kept speaking the name of Jesus over it again and again and again. And finally that bird came alive. Wow. Praise God. That's so, so, so great. So cool to hear. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm encouraged. I'm blessed to see these things coming to pass. So it's not the niche of just one or two people. This is for all of us. Hallelujah. We all can have these things. It's God's plan for all of us. Amen. But there is an endurance. There's a continuing. There's a maintaining that position and stand until you see it come to pass. Hallelujah. So faith is actually uh, to be shown outside because people are watching. God sees your heart. He knows you believe. And you have more faith than grain of mustard. You do. You have the faith of the Son of God. So the actions or the works are for people to see. God already sees your heart. He knows the faith that you have. And that's why He chose you. Because he saw your faith before time began. That you believe him. He saw it. In his mind that day is as real as any other day. And so he chose you. And you have the faith of the son of God. So why do you act it out? Praise God. He's pleased with you. You are his child. You have his nature. You have his faith. You have his life. You have his love. Then why should you show it out? Because people need to see it. The world needs to see it. The church needs to see it. 
So you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for His people. They are His people. They need to see it. They need to see that you're like everybody else, but you are acting on what you believe. Even though it's not convenient. Even though it goes against the conditions. You are acting on God's word and they see the result. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go to Matthew, the fifth chapter. Notice uh, the 14th verse. You are the light of the world. Wow. First of all, your head is screaming about it. What? I'm the light of the world? Yeah. Jesus' own light and life are inside us. Imagine, Paul said, what? Don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Must have staggered Paul so much that he, he saw the light that was brighter than the noonday sun in Acts 26. He said there was this sun, I think it's in verse 13, this light that was brighter than the noonday sun. Whoa, that's a lot of light. I, I checked, you know, I, I've forgotten all my physics and all that. So I just checked to see what is, uh, you know, measurement of luminosity or light or whatever. And it's called LUX, like Lux soap, you know, interesting. LUX, and it was measured in hundreds of thousands. The noonday sun, hundreds of thousands, like 300 and something thousand lux. Amen. They know what they mean by that. But you try standing out and looking at the noonday sun. Bangalore doesn't have much sun nowadays. So people are taking vitamin D supplements. And that's all right. Praise God. But, you know, that's bright. And then to be brighter than the noonday sun, he saw it. He saw that light. And he fell from his horse. And he just, his life just took a whole new turn. He just went in the opposite direction. And then he himself talks about that light in 1 Timothy 6. I think it's verse 16. He says, he dwells in unapproachable light. He was getting more understanding. He said, it's unapproachable light. Who dwelleth in unapproachable light. Praise God. That is not natural. It's a different kind of light. It's brighter than the natural light. In that light, John says, there's no darkness. Darkness cannot exist there. Sickness, poverty, curse, all of those natural things, they disappear. That is himself. That's who he is. He's the father of lights and we are called lights. Wow. No wonder some people will get a revelation of it and say, if that sickness touches my finger and you put it under the microscope, you will notice it is dead. They were consumed by that. That they have another light, another life inside them that is more powerful than anything out there. Hallelujah. Praise God. But in this verse, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Put it in the right position. Let people see. What? Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but a candlestick, 
and give it, it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Adjust the elevation. It's for people to see. Amen. Notice, let your light so shine before men. So you can, you know, adjust the shining. Praise God. Let your light so shine before men, then it makes it clear that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So these works of faith, these works of love, these works of patience and long-suffering are for people to see and then glorify the Father in heaven. Because God sees your heart already. He knows what's inside you. You are my son. You know, you already have my life. You're on your way to heaven. Yes. But people need to see it and then glorify him. Hallelujah. And that's why we act according to the word. And that's why there's a certain prescribed way of acting. Particularly in front of his people. That's wisdom. His people. Amen. So you may have to, you know, adjust yourself because his people are there. Are you, are you, are you all right? He's cool. He sees you with nothing. He knows you before you were born. He formed you in your mother's womb. The guy on the street, he formed that guy also in his mother's womb. There's no real difference between you and him. They are all of one blood. The difference is, by grace and faith, you accepted his life. And they need to see that. Whoa, this is God. This is God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, the actions, the in quote works that we are doing, are not to impress God. They are for people to see. And then they will come to him. Praise God. So indirectly, it will impress him, of course. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Salaam committee, greeting people, going out there in the neighborhood. Brother Joji talks about going around the neighborhood. Brother Anup is a friend of the Aquarian guy next door, etc. All these are just excuses for people to see the light. All the amateurs around there. Hey, Joji is our son, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of that. For him. And people want to know that life. And say, how does it work with you? How come you're so cheerful? How come you're such an excited person? Such a giving life that you have. Alright, I think our time is up. But let's hear Matthew 5, 14 and 15 uh, to 16 in Canada. Illave Manusheru Deepavanu Hotisi Kodaga Dodage Idade Adanu Deepastambada Mele Idutare Aga Adu Mane Liruvarelarige Bedaku Koduvadu Adarante Janaru Nimma Ole Kriagalanu Nodi Paraloka the Liruva Nimma Tande and Nu Mahime Padisuva Hage Nimma Bedaku Janara Munde Prakashisali Glory to God. So we have proceeded in this direction. Let's see if we can pick up the thoughts. Next week also, praise God, and continue. But it makes sense when you begin to look at it from the wisdom of God and the way he sees it and who he calls his own people. Amen. And that's what it's all about. Let's worship this great king. Hamashikarababaya. 
Oh, blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Broto combre mendoluto membrata favando besedia ne poco toco ti prechete petekele jembre diste bruto crusto frafadica dea. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Ha ha ha. Blessed be your holy name that we are the candidates that are carrying your life, your light, your glory around. We are the light that you gave us. Hallelujah. Oh, you're helping us. You're helping us to gather around you, around your realities. Oh, and be a witness and be a testimony of the God that created everything. We worship you in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. 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 Darkness flees seven ways. Sickness disappears in the name of Jesus. The curse is over. The light has overcome. The life has triumphed over darkness. Darkness has to flee seven ways. Every lying demonic thing has to pack and go in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. And as we're acting on your word, I thank you that it is producing, it is releasing reality in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. We receive in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We're so blessed. Thank you so much, team. If you'd like to give, uh, this is a great opportunity. Again, God is faithful, and the seed will definitely produce harvest. Angels go in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You're blessed.